All right. Welcome, dude. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, man. It's been a while. Uh, it's been a long while. Um, we were just talking about you are officially a doctor now. <laughs> yeah, uh, it feels weird, but <laughs> I'm getting wow. used to it because uh, I got my diploma a month ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, still getting used to the process. Man, was uh, that's amazing, dude. That's congratulations. You should be really proud of yourself that you've been. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's a long ass journey. Uh, but the journey's not over yet, right? No, um, I gotta do this residency, internal medicine residency, for three years, and then I want to do cardiology, so I have to do another fellowship for three years, and uh, I want to specialize in a very specific field of cardiology. So that's another two years of training. So in totals uh eight years if i want to do what i want to do wow eight more years from now yeah wow what is uh i don't think you've ever told me what's your sp- uh, what do you want to specialize in uh it's called cardiac electrophysiology so um when you see the heart is beating that is the uh, mechanical the heart is always beating but on like beneath all of that there is like the electrical system mm-hmm. the electrical system makes the heart work so that's what uh, cardiac electrophysiologists do. Like they do uh, pacemaker implants, uh, defibrillator implants. Yeah. Ooh, those are fascinating. Um, have you have you been studying studying those yet? I've always wondered how those work. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't been uh, studying those, but I got to um, shadow and uh, watch. Mm. But so so it's so far in my training that I don't need to uh, know that for now. But just aware well, of. I think it's awesome because, you know, we've always kind of like in science fiction, we always talk about how like computers will will combine with people and all that, like maybe like chips in your head or whatever. But like pacemaker is kind of like the first real piece of technology that we've allowed to like play embed into ourselves and uh, to save lives. I think that's yeah. pretty cool. It's like uh, very good technology, very smart technology that paces the heart for people whose uh, heart can't pace itself. Wow. A heart that can't pace itself like keeping it on beat yeah so what happens like uh, in some people like the uh, older people uh when they get uh older uh the heart's normal pacemaker mm-hmm. uh starts to uh, become diseased it doesn't work well and uh, sometimes the heart rate might drop into the uh, 40s and then they might feel lightheaded or pass out and then that's when you know that there might be some kind of like conduction block Mm. And uh, you you can uh, get uh, those people a pacemaker to pace the heart at a faster rate, and they do well. That's why it's called a pacemaker. That makes sense. I never knew that. Yeah. We're learning things on this podcast. <laughs> um, that's one of the reasons I wanted to ha- I wanted to have you on, man, because uh, you know our last our last show, which was uh, uh like Words with Jaybird Nine. Um, I just listened to it last week what a wealth of, uh, you know, fitness and nutrition information, um, basically exactly what, uh, what you'd need to live a, live a healthy lifestyle, which is, uh, (laughs) the book, the book you, the book you wrote guide to a healthier lifestyle. Um, Mm -hmm. so you're in Boston now, uh, the big city on the East coast. Um, and at a residency, are you going to write you said you were working on another another edition of, of the guide to a healthier lifestyle because all that information we had in the podcast, you were like, check out the ebook, check out the ebook. The ebook has disappeared, folks. 
I was I was shocked. I was shocked after mm-hmm. listening to the podcast. I went to go look at the ebook again because uh, it is awesome. It was awesome, by the way. And uh, thank you. It disappeared. What's what's what gives, dude? Yeah, you know, I started the ebook when I was a medical student, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, as time passes, uh, new information comes out. It's mm-hmm. not that the information that is in the ebook is not right, but um, new recommendations came out, and um, I just got my uh, MD degree. I'm going to be working at the hospital with patients, so I want to add more perspective. I probably learned a lot since I since the first edition. And I also want to read more about the guidelines from the American Health Association, the National Institute of Health. They came up with guidelines on fitness and nutrition. Um, so I want to add all of that information in the new, uh, in the new version, the second edition. So it will take some time to get that all together. Man, well, I think that says everything about uh, who you are because I do not joke when I say that the book as it was was like, perfect i thought and here you are saying you know it's not good enough and i and that's that's great that's that's a great uh that's just your overall vibe which i've always dug man you know uh, when i wrote the first edition i didn't feel the need to add information like why do people need to work out and i thought it would be like it's very simple but not many people know that it's very important to work out mm-hmm. and then in the new version i tried to break it down uh, very simple. Why do you need to work out? Even if you have a normal uh, BMI, you're not fat. Why it's still important to work out and um, work? And you get uh, different recipes and um, different diets. I even added more information about intermittent fasting, since uh, oh. a lot of research has come out to support uh, its eff- um, efficacy. So stuff like that that I'm adding. Yeah, that's cool. That's the awesome thing about about science is in uh, our understanding of it. Things are all are always changing. Uh, the fasting for me, like I said, you know, in the last podcast, that was a game changer for the way my uh, my body runs. I didn't I didn't know I didn't know start because you always heard that you know starving yourself is this be careful because it'll your body will have the opposite reaction and, and you'll retain retain fat. But it's not it's not starving yourself. It's it's you know it's it's purposeful. It's it's timed, mm-hmm. you know, you yeah. do a certain time. Um, and, and everyone's body's different. Yes. And there's a certain, uh, there's a difference between fasting and starvation, which is what you want to avoid when you're doing intermittent fasting. Um, they don't recommend going more for more than 24 hours for now. I've seen like on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, some people saying I'm doing uh, a 36 hour fast. Uh, the current guidelines do not say to do more than 24. Even when you do 24 hours, you're supposed to have some calories, 500 to 1000 mm-hmm. calories. And some people just completely don't do that. So that's when, when you risk uh, going into starvation, which is totally bad for you. It's just uh, destroyed your system. So you got to find the fine line and follow the guidelines. Mm-hmm. So you're saying, unless you're Hugh Jackman getting ready for a shirtless scene as Wolverine, do not starve yourself for 36 hours. No. Don't go, don't go beyond 24 hours. Uh, even when you fast for 24 hours, you're supposed to have at least 500 to 1,000 calories. Mm. Well, and, and you know, fi- find out, find, I think everyone should fast in their own way, but find out whatever way works for you. Like I know they say, you know, no intake other than water while you're in fasting mode, but I wake up in the morning and I have coffee in the morning, but I don't have my first meal until probably noon. Like I haven't eaten yet still. Uh, 
which might have been a mistake in hindsight if we're going to do this for a while. But uh, <laughs> I mean, that's uh, why I do black, black coffee is totally fine if you're fasting. Yeah, well, um, you know me. I'm sure <laughs> I'm a creamy guy. I like my cream. Uh, <laughs> French vanilla. Day one. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I recommend fasting. Fasting's great. That's awesome, though, that uh, that you're putting out a new book. Any 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 sort of time frame? Are you just uh, you know, finish uh, it when you finish it type of thing? You know, I need to give myself uh, a deadline. I haven't done that yet. Um, okay. So far, you know, I start at the hospital next week. So I'm thinking about just getting uh, ready for that for now and get my foot in the hospital and see how everything's going, and then mm. I can uh, finish the rest of the second edition of the book. What is a uh... What is a resident? Is it going to be like Grey's Anatomy? Like, are you just going to see like kind of general patients now, just to like sort of get a feel for working, working with people and diagnosing and helping? Yeah. So basically, uh, I go like if a patient is if a patient goes to the emergency room and they need to be admitted to the hospital for something serious, mm -hmm. uh, so I'm one of the uh, doctors who will admit that patient to the hospital, and mm -hmm. then I will have a supervising uh, resident and uh, attending physician who's just a doctor who's been practicing for a long time. They're very experienced. They know how to teach. So they will say, I will present them my plan. Hey, I saw this patient. This is what I want to do. And they might say like, well, I've, I know this. I've had some experience. This mm -hmm. is another way to do it. So just to correct mistakes and uh, point me in the right, right direction, they will become uh, self-sufficient. <laughs> is just like Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> it was brought up. Some people think uh bring up Grey's Anatomy, but you know, nothing like sex happens at the hospital. Not it doesn't <laughs> doesn't happen there. But <laughs> well, I mean you could change that. <laughs> <laughs> um well we uh if since you're gonna hold off on the book then for a while we should we should pack this uh this podcast with as much as much information as possible for those those people listening in to uh who who uh want to better themselves have live a healthier lifestyle or people that see you see you being jacked on instagram those people too they're probably here as well uh <laughs> welcome welcome those people uh like and subscribe by the way <laughs> uh, so anyway i mean the big thing right now this is the is the rona it doesn't seem like that thing's gonna be going away anytime soon now we did a lot of work to uh to get it down and um i guess some states were really uh too fast in reopening so uh cases are starting to spike again mm -hmm. um 2700 in florida new one new cases that were on just on tuesday 2700 in florida 4,000 in Texas, 2,400 in Arizona, um, all pa all passing the previous records for the single uh, highest single day increases in, in cases. Um, so I don't know. What's the plan? Is it uh, is it more testing or I think it's getting that immune system right and preventing the shit to begin with? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Donald Trump. Uh, suggested at some point to let, uh, to let it wash over the country. And Dr. Fauci said, no, don't do it. But it seems like that's the plan. That, that's the plan right now to just let it wash over the country. But the cases are <laughs> rising again. Um, 
you know, the mortality is very, very low in healthy people. So that that's the that's what we should do now. That's try to be as healthy as possible. And uh, like I said in one of my posts, this should be like a public health. Uh, uh, they should hold more public health events where they talk about how people should boost uh, their immune system, how people should get healthier. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of uh, lots of households have uh, people at risk condition uh, at risk, so we should yeah. be focusing on health right now. That's sort of the uh, the American medical system in a nutshell, right? It's uh, it's sick care instead of preventative care. Um, we're not really educating anyone on how to. Uh, I mean, if if the information is out there, obviously people can go get it, but it's hard to find in a really like concise way. A lot of times, the specifics. Um, and how to make those work for you because things are not as rigid as as they seem in, in health and fitness. Um, there's also there's a wide variety of of ways to go about it, um, but you need to be healthy and fit. Like this, this is just this is prevented prevents almost every disease that that kills people most the most yeah. uh, is just being a healthy and fit person. Yeah, you know that's what like uh, in my in my book I said uh, exercise uh, is called the all cure drug. It does everything. Um, yeah, which you, as you mentioned, like it's it's very hard. Uh, it's very simple at the same time. You can tell somebody, "Hey, go exercise," and it might it might mean like different things to uh, to the same people. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it really hard because there is no like standard way to exercise, and people just do their own things. Right, and no one understands. Uh, we talked about this in the in the last podcast, but uh, and, and it's hard to to explain to people like what what their threshold of hard work is what their own because that is different from different people you know and it's uh it's something you really have to discover for yourself but i wonder if if maybe that's something that needs to be introduced in like physical education when you're really really young like what is you know kind of like a, a way to sort of like give yourself a sit shit like if you're a computer you do like analyze your system for for what the deal is so how to do that in a physical way um and to improve i think i think a lot of people don't understand that yeah you bring up a good point and i think uh since uh it varies uh from uh person to person uh that's what people should uh, people should do what works for them and then uh in addition have a doctor who they see regularly doctor is going to check the labs and uh, get the blood pressure and say, well, you you seem to be um, working out and eating healthy. It's working. I can see in your labs, your cholesterol is fine. Your triglycerides or fats are very low. So that's that should be the way to tie it down, right? Versus somebody who says, yeah, I'm working out, I'm eating healthy, but it might not be completely true, right? It's, it's different for them. So they go see a doctor, like for preventative medicine, you see a doctor, the, doc, the doctor checks the blood pressure, the labs, and they say that, well, your cholesterol is a little high. Uh, tell me more about your diet. Um, here's how we can help you. So it has to be tied down, um, open uh, offices so uh, patients can see doctors for preventative, medicine, uh, preventative health otherwise. It's not gonna work. Mm. So you su- you're suggesting a uh, health as some sort of human right type of thing? Is that what you're trying to say? No, that's what I'm trying to say here. Right? Wow. That, you that's sound how... really radical right now, Joel. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, we might have to turn this off. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, that's how it be. Right? Uh, like 
as even when I opened my like my medicine book, they say the first like our goal, our, like our goal is to prevent disease, not to cure people. Well, we do try to cure people when disease happens, but our number one goal is prevention. But that's not what's happening. What what we're doing right now is trying to cure people and sometimes just too late. Mm-hmm. Um well, how can we prevent the coronavirus? What is what is it? The coronavirus, right? Um it's 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 a virus um that is uh, spread through the air. Uh on it can stay on uh surfaces for but not for too long. I think they uh, study that they uh, I read um, a trial that they did in the lab uh, that it can stay in the air for uh, up to three hours and on mm. surfaces for up to uh, forty eight hours. Um, How many people are gonna are gonna hear that? They're gonna be like, well, "Where the hell? Where'd you get that? Get those <laughs> hours? They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna hear those numbers. are gonna fly right out of their head." What uh, what uh, what, what they could really use though is like some fucking ways to boost their immune system mm-hmm. to uh, to prevent this from so if if they will and inev- because they probably will inevitably touch it at some point so it's going to hit everyone because clearly as we can see with the states if, if florida has it eventually someone's going to go from florida take a flight to colorado <laughs> and then colorado's going to get it again it's just going to keep going to be a never-ending cycle until either everyone who is susceptible dies from it or we uh find a cure which seems you know unlikely and who knows what else that could bring up you know putting more stuff in our bodies or we could just eat things and with vitamins yeah. and minerals that can boost the immune system yeah so see so we're all born with uh, an immune system right we have uh what we call the innate immune system uh which comes out with uh which comes with like some white blood cells uh and a lot of like uh components in the blood and the adaptive immune system which is the one that the immune system that adapts to new things uh it, it will mm. adapt to viruses right so uh the main thing is uh nutrition uh you want to give your immune system all the vitamins and minerals it needs um because uh, a lot of these vitamins and uh, minerals can uh, can be used with uh, enzymes to function properly. So the good mm-hmm. thing, uh, the the thing is to do is to focus on nutrition and exercise and try to live as healthy as possible. Um, because sometimes if your nutrition is not good, you you don't you don't end up making enough. Um, your adaptive immune system, which responds to viruses, ends up being screwed up and it makes you more susceptible. Right. And I think one of the things that was brought up, as you mentioned, is vitamin D. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's like one something uh, that like almost three fourths of Americans are, are deficient in in some way. Um, but it's just like um, to what you were saying about the, you know, getting your proper vitamins and minerals and enzymes every day. Um, I'm going to steal an analogy that Joe, uh, steal an analogy that Joe Rogan gave. Um, which was basically like your immune system, your white blood cells that prevent disease. They're kind of like, think of them as soldiers in an army and, and they, uh, they are there to pr- protect your body. And the vitamins and minerals that you need every day, those are like arming your soldiers with good guns and good armor and helping them prepare in their fight to fight off disease. So that is why you need to take vitamins and minerals because they make 
your body stronger um, when it comes to fighting off sickness. Yes, and I, I would uh, agree uh, uh, with most of the statement, uh, except uh, my, my personal take is that um, if um, you start taking vitamins and mineral, you might not be deficient in them, and sometimes you might just end up having too much of it. Even like vitamin D, when you take it, it can become toxic if you take too much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, isn't that really hard though? Like, I take about I take five thousand IU's in a day, which I know the the the, the recommended is is four, um, but they sell it in five thousand tablets. Um, so I take a five, but I thought it was like. In, I think toxicity doesn't like start to kick into like the tens, double yeah. digits, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just have to be cautious about it. Uh, people will absorb the uh, vitamins differently, and that's why it's also important to talk to your uh, physician about it mm-hmm. because they can measure uh, levels and see how much, uh, how high or how low are your levels, and tell you exactly how much to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that would require blood tests and labs, and a lot of people with their health insurance, they might. They might not be able to afford that, which is uh, shitty <laughs> to say. So, but you can get all these vitamins and minerals that you need in a day. Even not, you don't even have to buy buy them from the store in a, in a bottle. You can get most of it through food. Yeah, and uh, that's what, all of it. Yeah, that's what we recommend. If you eat uh, lots of fruits and vegetables you're almost certain to get all the vitamins and minerals that you need. Like uh, in terms of like protein, switch between fish. Uh, for example, vitamin D, for example, is very, uh, is high in fish. Mm-hmm. And unless like food is really fortified with vitamin D, you don't get to, uh, you don't see, uh, you don't see a lot of it in other foods like fish and then fortified food. Uh, and That's why uh, I supplement. That's the one supplement I take is vitamin D because I don't, <laughs> I don't know of, of very many, many foods with that that particular vitamin but that's not the only vitamin yeah so you have a lot of vitamins um like i said in my book um you could focus on specific things or you can focus on the general idea which is to uh, stay healthy um it like as like i mentioned if you cover like if you eat your fruits and vegetables and uh, alternate your your sources of protein healthy protein you're almost guaranteed to get all your vitamins and minerals. Mm. Um, and you had a ton of ton of good recipes in that ebook, but, <laughs> um, but you you still have a lot of those a lot of those rather on uh, on your Instagram though, right? I do, I do. Uh, I I just I cook all my recipes uh, from my book. I spent a lot of time trying to select the different recipes that I have in my book. Uh, I looked at the ingredients, like, is this processed mm-hmm. food? If so, how much of it is in this recipe? So a lot of recipes that I picked are those that are not dense in calories, so you can uh, afford to eat a lot without uh, going overboard on the calories, which is what I do, because I don't try to limit how much food I eat. Now, you should, yeah, yeah you should if you're eating high-calorie, high-sugary food, but when when you eat healthy, you can eat a lot without going overboard on calories. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're an active person. Um, yeah. Um, just, and that's been like, like five, six days a week. I've been working out for like 45 minutes, maybe, maybe five days a week. I've been, t- I've been kind of 
I take days off when I, when I'm a little sore or do a hike or something different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just uh, but a diet is like I mean it was eighty percent of your book. Uh, the last time it's probably eighty percent. Uh, in terms of importance of being of being healthy, because you could just not really like lift weights or anything, and still be like or or run or anything, and still be skinny if you just lived off of a more more uh, organic not organic but natural natural means and yeah a lot of stuff that i'm adding has to do with uh that and um um how you can go about improving your diet i'm not adding any more exercise there are a lot of exercises there mm-hmm. uh, that is very important and cool. breaking up a little bit it's the thing um, that we need to focus on diet's the thing mm-hmm. we need to focus on I lost yes. you for a second. Because that's what, yeah, that's, I'm adding a lot of information related to diet. Um, because you can uh, exercise as much as you want. If you don't, if you don't have a healthy diet, it doesn't, doesn't help much. Right. You're not burning calories. You're storing <laughs> calories. Yes. Um, so that's, that's a basic recommendation for Corona, huh? Just have a, you mean just live a healthy, balanced lifestyle? You think, is it? Could it really be that uh, simple? Yeah, follow, it seems like a trick question. I'm waiting for the conspiracy. Follow, follow the CDC guidelines. <laughs> well, I mean, the like, CDC. Wash your hands. Yeah. Well, those guidelines that have, to be fair, those have changed a few times. Um, but being healthy and fit has a. Uh, has never not been the right option. I think. Yeah. Um, it is the right, it's the right thing. Well, you know, not to even, not to fucking put a even bigger bummer on this, but like the, ro- the Corona is a very small, small apples cons- uh, when compared to uh, the biggest killer in America, which is, which is heart disease. And, uh, that's a uh, that's what you're going into cardiology to, to sort of to work with and that's something that fucking hits super close to home to me dude that uh i lost my dad to heart disease uh january 23rd this year like literally right before corona became uh the thing and it seems like the world's been crazy ever since but uh so it's something that you know what you, we don't talk about it's it's not on the news every day there's no headlines of the the thousands of people that die from heart disease every year but it is the number one killer in america it is and uh sorry to hear about your dad oh, thanks, um, man. yeah yeah heart disease um i mean if like 15.5 million people in the u.s have heart disease 58.5 15.5 million 15, people. 15.5. Yeah. And uh, of those who have uh, heart disease, like 4% will have a heart attack each year. Mm. 4% of 15.5 million people. Last time I looked, I think that was close to uh, 650,000. Let me see. Now, 15,000, I mean, 15 million rather. Do you think that's uh, that accounts for people that are undiagnosed as well? Or do you think that could be even higher? Uh, it could be higher if people are undiagnosed. 
right uh, so that yeah so that's about 620,000 people will have a heart attack each year and of those 620,000 people half of them die before they get to the hospital right so um, it's a major health issue in the United States and we're also worldwide because it's the number one killer worldwide mm. um, a lot of things can lead to heart disease um, you got risk factors for it uh, like uh, high blood pressure, diabetes, uh, smoking, obesity. These are, these are things that are just genetic, right? Things that are you're born with. Like for instance, my my family, uh, my mom's side and, and dad's side, we uh, we have a propensity to have a a high higher cholesterol than average, even when eating healthy. Yeah, uh, high cholesterol is also one of the risk factors that I was going to get to. Uh, it can be familial. Some people in the family will have a high cholesterol level starting at a very low age. And that puts them more risk of having a heart attack uh, prematurely in the in thirties, forties, early fifties, right? Um, so right. Uh, my dad, yeah. my dad had one, had a heart attack, a small one, I believe, when I was in sixth grade. Um, I I don't I don't think anything else. I, I believe he might have had a stent put in, but I don't think anything else ever happened heart wise after that. Yeah, let me let me see if I can show you uh, a picture here. So, um, oh, um, is it is it something that is uh, like let's say you're diagnosed with heart disease? Is mm-hmm. that something you you can you can you can limit or start to you can't cure? Can you cure it? So uh, you can't you can't cure it once once you have it, uh, but you can limit uh, progression or stabilize the uh, progression, because the number one cause of heart disease is uh, atherosclerosis. Uh, let me uh, put a file here. Atherosclerosis. Atherosclerosis. Yeah, which is the cholesterol uh, plaques in in the arteries. Mm, the classic the classic uh, image of. The, the vein all clogged up with like yellow fatty shit, right? Yes. And usually it gets the arteries. Uh, let me see. Um, yeah, I sent you a file. Oh. Yeah, let's see this. Let's see this bad boy. Ooh. Oh shit, it's like a, it's like a textbook picture. I'm going to pull this up on yeah. the uh I'm going to share this as well. So, um so, they, so for people li- for people listening right now though, um they were uh, he just pulled up a graph of a uh of arteries. Yes. So, uh can you pull up the other one that is coronary? Oh, uh, yes. Let's see here. Hold on. I get some uh technology. Um Shit, is there anything uh you can say to fill the air here while I while I pull this up? So what are you gonna pull up is um uh coronary artery anatomy? Yeah. Can mm. I show you uh the blood vessel? The coronary vessels are the small blood vessels that supply blood to the heart, right? You can mm. see that they're not very big, they're quite small, and uh, the heart also only takes about three percent of the blood supply, of all the blood supply, right? So the blood, the heart doesn't take a lot of blood supply. And once you have 
a plaque build up in any of these arteries mm -hmm. uh, you can you can easily uh like <clears throat> compromise the function of the heart uh lead to uh, uh like obstruct uh blood and oxygen supply and kill uh these uh heart muscle cells right mm -hmm. and uh, yeah so, so and this is a like a high there's a symptom of of high cholesterol high cholesterol is something that will cause causes buildup to close close these uh vesicle arteries off yes um now i do see i, I don't i don't know if i where i've heard this before but i see that over there there's uh, on the posterior view at the bottom there's like it sort of looks like the tree root sort of how it branches off mm -hmm. um are, the, are those called capillaries yeah so yeah uh, these are arteries and then uh the end in capillaries where the exchange happens so that's where uh, nutrients are exchanged uh between uh, uh cells like they supply the uh, cells and then the uh, ve uh the small veins will pick it up on the other side and return it um fact or fiction um strenuous cardiac activity will cause more of these capillaries to like branch off like a root uh i i think uh that's fiction okay so, i don't know where i heard that so i'm glad i brought that up that is fiction <laughs> yes because unless your heart uh your heart what happens if you have more fat buildup yeah you mm -hmm. can form new new blood vessels uh really? what happens that if if you also your heart gets that's the problem because since you your can't heart form gets what sorry i lost you for you blipped up yeah so it's quite a little complicated you can get new vessels to form uh -huh. but they don't they don't they can uh, make up for uh the um i mean let's see if your heart get big uh you have like heart if you have heart disease um, you can make new vessels to supply uh more oxygen more blood to the heart mm -hmm. but once you start to walk or exercise those small vessels cannot accommodate for the uh, for the new disease. Got you. Okay, so it can help, but it will never make up what you lost. Yeah, because you make you uh, create new vessels mm -hmm. because you don't have enough blood supply. Or so if you're healthy and exercise well, then you don't need new vessels. So, mm -hmm. so but if you work out and your heart starts to feel like it's not getting new, uh, well oxygenated. Uh, uh, it's not getting good blood supply, then it might, uh, new blood vessel might uh, develop, but they don't make up for uh, what's gone. So you still have heart disease and it's going to get worse. Mm. Um, what would, did you want me to pull up this other picture? Which, which is, uh, yeah. what was the other picture? The other picture is uh, like, it's showing like the plaques in the vessel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, you got see. you. Oh, the stent. Yeah, you got the cholesterol like in the uh in the in the vessels and then they went in and put a stent or uh, somebody who just had like um uh, a bypass uh -huh. where they take one vein uh and then bypass the like the atherosclerosis so you can deliver blood supply to the to the other part. Hmm. Do, you Do you think we'll ever get to the chain to the uh to the point where we can like insert new arteries in is that something that uh has ever been talked about no uh, i think that would take a like a lot of 
development. Well, we do have uh, new hearts, right? We have mechanical hearts. That, yeah, uh, mechanical hearts. Yes. Now, is that would that if you have heart disease and you just got a mechanical heart, are you clear of heart disease, or do they still got to use the plaque tough arteries that came with your old heart? See the mechanical know. heart. I'm assuming you know about this. I, I'm just I'm mechanical sorry. Heart, no, it's, it's, that's like the uh, comp, like the if you go deep into cardiology, but mm-hmm. it's not something that you can carry with you. A mechanical heart. Yeah. Well, like, you mean like on the outside and then put it in, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like to help you, like uh, uh, they they help you temporarily. It's not something that uh, you can have uh for a long time. Oh really? Why why is that? Because it's not like an actual heart. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's something to help circulate uh blood while your heart recovers. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so I, I thought they just did wholesale they were able to do just wholesale transplants now with, with mechanical hearts and people were refined as I, I no. don't know. They do like uh, uh like for heart valves they can put in a mechanical uh mechanical valve mm. but not the uh, the mecha- mechanical heart is not like an actual small heart that they put in like more like a machine to help you circulate. Uh, gotcha. So they would just keep your heart just like in your body still, but just chilling, like resting yeah. to recover. Yeah. Damn. Like the hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> Interesting. Well, so it sounds like the easy is similar to the coronavirus. The the easiest solution when it comes to prevention, being a healthy fit person. Yeah, and uh, working on those uh, risk factors like if if you smoke, uh, you don't smoke. You start smoking. Uh, now smoking. Uh, cigarettes right yeah. are we are we has has there been any anything said about uh weed weed having a similar effect in terms of uh your lung damage and uh heart heart disease no we don't have a lot of evidence for that the main one is like uh smoking cigarettes and uh i mean uh vaping has been shown to damage lungs so we don't mm-hmm. we don't have much research into vaping so uh, what now is like we advise people to stay away from smoking cigarettes and vaping. Uh, but for uh, marijuana, we don't have any evidence for that. Oh man, I'm hoping I'm hoping it stays that way. Um, I did. <laughs> I was reading my uh my girlfriend actually pulled up yesterday uh, a study about lung disease and there was no uh no correlation found in that particular study. No, no. Um, and I think that probably has a lot to do with uh, the chemicals and, and such that uh, that are in cigarette cigarettes that cause the... Uh, yes, uh, those chemicals just... Uh, or lung cancer, r- rather, not lung disease, right? Uh, they, ca- they can cause lung cancer and lung disease. Uh, but typically, people will typically develop lung disease uh, like COPD before they get to cancer, or some people might just get cancer. Yeah. Um, yeah, but smoke is also like a very uh, bad risk factor for uh, heart disease, like a strong risk factor for it. Hmm. Yeah, my pops was a smoker, man. It's one of those. It's one of those weird things, you know. It's 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 a it's a it's a fucking wake up call type of thing because you know you hear statistics, and then you and then you see what happens. I mean, it was it was total surprise 
total surprise, total shock, man. Especially like, like, I know everyone's different, and this this just shows you like how crazy and varied human genetics are. Like, my dad was fifty six, and his body couldn't couldn't go on with heart disease. But we have someone like characters running around like Keith Richards or Ozzy Osbourne, guys who are like in their seventies and eighties who have done like every drug and probably you know didn't spend a lot of time doing doing yoga and and eating spinach wraps in their in their uh early 30s so um it's 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 hard i I can see why it's such a fucking uh a difficult task to try to you know explain to people what what it means to be healthy and fit when there are so many variables that go into it yeah i mean we're all built differently we all have different genetics uh some people have uh genetics that makes them uh more likely to have a disease uh, and once you have those uh, risk factors, you just have to uh, stay away from the other ones, mm. no matter what. Um, so if your cholesterol is high, make sure that you don't smoke, you don't have high blood pressure, diabetes, workout, uh, eat healthy. Because the more risk factors that you have, the higher your chance. Right? Right. You can only have one risk factor to have get heart disease. Uh, but the more you have, the higher the chance. It's like... Uh... Like playing playing the lottery, you know, how many tickets? <laughs> how many tickets are you, are you gonna buy? Um, yeah, but this is a lottery you don't want to win, right? So right, because right. yeah, you can throw away buy, those other tickets. <laughs> you can just buy one and win, uh, but the more you buy, the higher. So it's like that. So with heart disease, you can just have risk factor one risk factor and still uh, have uh, get heart disease. Um, do you have uh, do you have any um? Like um, official things you 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 could link to for people if they wanted to wanted to read further about this. Oh, this is really a this is good mm. information. Um, like of the total, well, what are the all total risk factors for heart disease? I guess we we do have the Google machine. Yeah, I mean, um, like I mentioned, like high blood pressure, diabetes, mm-hmm. uh, uh, smoking. Uh, family history, if you have a family history of heart disease or like high cholesterol, mm. um, age as people get older, they're more likely to get it. Uh, obesity is one, uh, physical inactivity, those people who don't work out, right? So, <clears throat> those are the main ones, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're healthy and fit, <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm just reading it. It literally just went through everything you just you just said. Um, just take care of yourself, man. Um, because, I mean, you only get one of these lives, as far as we know. Yeah, it's not a long life. <laughs> right. Um. So why waste uh waste energy on uh on stuff that doesn't doesn't better you? Um which is an interesting well which is a segue that we can uh we can use because i i wanted to bring up this this facebook post you made oh uh, yeah. facebook. A, couple, uh, a month ago now may, may 29th uh, i thought it was uh really well said and incredibly poignant poignant how do is that how you pronounce uh, that i'm uh i don't know man english is a thing yeah. um, <laughs> It was well said, and I wanted to, I want I wanted to bring it up 
um, showing it on on YouTube if you're watching. If you're listening, I'm gonna read this off, off of his Facebook. So this is a Facebook post from for Facebook post from May 29th. Uh, if I may use medicine to make a point, you can think of the looting slash rioting as an adverse effect to the murder because of delayed and unfair justice. In medicine, we talk about how treatments not only have to be safe, uh, in quotation, in uh, quotations, uh, no harm, meaning they don't harm you, uh, but they also have to be effective, uh, used for the right condition, uh, timely, not delayed, patient-centered, coordination with and integration of the patient, uh, equitable and efficient. Um, and that's that's what you guys use uh, when you are diagnosing uh, just any patient. That's, that, that's sort of the steps you go through. Yes, um, so you, got, you know, involve the patient. Um, so we try to take all of these, these things uh, in, into consideration to make sure that uh, we provide the best care for our patient. Mm. Also, like the sort of like the risk factors we were just talking about, right? With heart disease, like what are all these? You know, are these people a smoker? Mm -hmm. They have high cholesterol, high blood pressure. Um, and uh, you you say that uh, you can think of justice in the same way. Um, what's what's justice for murder? Has it been delivered? Uh, has it been delivered in a timely manner? Um, is it fair and impartial? Has it caused additional hard? Has it caused additional harm? And is slash was the victim's family involved? And um, you say it's easy to just come out and point out the destruction and blame people, um, but like like you said, uh, in quotes, systems are perfectly designed to get the results they get. So step back, look at the system, see where the problems are. And work on fixing them. I love it, man. Well said. This was a. Uh, I mean, it was great. Yeah, I just want people uh, to think about because in I think in medicine we make uh, we try we try a lot we try we try to do our best, and uh, when we have a problem we just don't say well it was just a one time thing, because mm -hmm. if it happened then the system is designed if it happened. It's the system, right? Because the system was is already working. If something happened, it's the same system. It's gonna happen again. Right. So uh, we keep seeing it happen again, right? Yeah. So we just have to step back, uh, break the system down, and uh, see where the problem is, and uh, so we change it so it doesn't happen. Otherwise, it's gonna keep happening. I I agree. Um, it's it's crazy. Um, America, we have these such giant but broken broken systems. Healthcare and and policing are two uh and just last justice are two are two great examples of uh how we sort of lost our way and how government is not is not helping the people as much as it should probably. Um, yeah. I don't know. We uh but we're seeing it's sort of like, well, I guess to continue your analogy, you know, these these protests and that continue to go on 
um, and less rioting. There have, there hasn't been as much destruction after the after those initial nights. Um, I don't know if you just saw by just uh, last week. I talked to a guy who who was in Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, when there was some uh, like destruction of police cars and property and stuff. And those are some pretty crazy pictures. But you could almost think of those as like now they've been, we've been shot with like some penicillin or something. This disease. And now we're starting to see around the country that there's, you know, we got police, uh, police are getting looked at in a different way and how we handle them. There's a uh, new laws being proposed. Some are being passed. Um, but the most important thing I think is like, uh, you know, there's, there's a discussion going on, uh, like never before really, cause it's, you can't escape it right now. Um, and it's one of the reasons why I, you know, keep sharing posts, which, you know, it's not, it's not much, but I mean, I've been. I've been out on the streets as well. Um, I don't know what else to do other than just keep the conversation rolling and uh, make sure I do my part in November. Yeah, and I mean, uh, it's working. The results are showing because the government officials are working for uh, better laws. Um, one that I saw is uh, saying defund the police. Mm -hmm. uh, because uh, it's just also if, like for medicine, we don't have one single doctor do everything. That's why medicine is so uh, specialized because we know one person can, uh, one doctor can uh, see heart disease and then do diabetes and, and uh, do psychiatry. That's what police is doing right now. It's gonna, they take care of everything. Uh, yeah, break, break, break it down and just have police deal with criminal activity and have another, uh, maybe create a new organization to deal with uh, the opioid problem uh right maybe another one for domestic violence so just more specific things so people know what they're doing and um people don't go clueless because like if i specialize in cardiology even though i'm a doctor you tell me to go take care of uh, somebody with uh, uh a psychiatric patient i don't know i mean i didn't train in psychiatry how much <laughs> right oh man that is that's a great point that is really well said um because officers are asked to to respond to anything, anything that goes yeah. wrong in society. If you got someone yeah. having a nervous breakdown at, at a grocery store, you got police officers coming. Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, if I didn't say, like if somebody's going crazy, I, that, I didn't train in that, even though I have the, it says doctor, I, yeah, I am a doctor, but I didn't train in that part, right? So I don't know what to do. But if it's like, if it's something like internal medicine, I was like, yeah, I train there, I can take care of it. So. When I see the defund the police stuff, people get crazy. It's like we're gonna lose the police. Uh, people just bring out like these stupid ideas about it. Uh, mm. Well, I mean, it's it's. I mean, I I too have been like uh. Like when I when I see when I see people, um, posting. Uh shit! I just lost my train of thought. When I see people posting, uh. Oh damn it! I was gonna make a point about just the fucking jobs, um, defunding the police, right? We're like, uh, that money can be spent on another organization, like you say, make mm -hmm. make, you know, have have a freaking task force just appointed for domestic violent people. Yeah, that's uh, that makes sense to me, man. Because yeah, it's it's a little oh, p seeing people post about like. You know, officers should be required to have like a four-year college degree in criminal justice. I think that's a little unrealistic. I think no, no, you just have to have a specialized training for them. Right. Where you don't, have, you don't do everything. Yeah, because 
and also you know having having sections of you know not maybe not police or peacekeepers or whatever they aren't expected to 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 be to have to deal with like robberies and shit you'll probably get a lot more applicants from people who 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 want to do good for society that but are a little afraid of you know having to go to the fucking you know tough parts of town and have to deal with drug dealers and stuff you know i'm sure people will be more we could it could be almost like encourage more of a community presence in in your in your own have more Mm -hmm. of a presence in your own community by people in your community um which is another issue that we we have with police um you know not representing the communities that they police i don't know a lot of ideas on the table, but that's that's a, that's a good one. That's one of the best best ones I've heard. Me too. It certainly makes sense. It makes sense to me, uh, but it doesn't make sense to some people. So, um, well, I think the you know the more we keep talking about it, keep rationalizing out, maybe maybe something will click in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Gonna have to vote. Gonna have to get get voting big time. I've uh. I'm, I'm gonna say this on every podcast now i keep i'm pledging to do my research on literally every like thing that's being voted on in november like have a reason for every down ballot person because this uh th- this policing thing in particular has pointed out to me that uh you know these these giant cities that are almost all of them are like democrat based they're all you know democrat mayors blah blah blah, blah. they all have some of the worst police police problems and things that go along with that so it tells me that we're uh it's it's a lot more complicated than vote blue no matter who even though and i'm not gonna say don't vote for joe biden i'm i'm not saying that not saying that but it is uh you should fucking know who you're voting for and why (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, Uh, yeah i mean between trump and biden <laughs> you know, it's like who's gonna advance yeah, the uh, progressive agenda? It's like who, yeah, overall, as we've seen Trump go back on regulations and regulation and make stuff worse for people. So, I think it's even gotten simpler than that now. Like we're just like, just think about if 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 same thing were happening when Joe Biden, if Joe Biden were president today, would he have gassed protesters? to walk across the street to a church in DC to take a picture with the Bible. I'm going to say no. And that is like the most disgusting thing I've seen probably ever from a president. Um, That really deeply disturbed me as I say with a smile, but it's like a disturbed smile. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So I think that, I think we're just, I'm I'm just past the point of like even arguing like what Trump's trying to accomplish policy wise. Um, Some things were beneficial, some things weren't, but fuck it, dude. Like it's time we need someone in the office who like the country as a whole can at least understand that he's not going to do something purposely to insult or hurt people um, or just like instill fear in people. Like that's just not what the United States should be about. That's not mm-hmm. what the presidency should be about. That's that's not what we're about here. You know? Fuck out of here, man. Go to Russia. <laughs> they like that shit over there. <laughs> and so just like so nerves acting when people just give like different reasons why they support him. You just for, forget about all the moral uh morality they have and it's, it's sad. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's not. I don't know how you can see all this and and then think that you know some some policy, some trade agreements, or uh, some some pipelines, extra pipelines justify justify everything that's happening right now. Mm. Anyway, I do I do wish we I do wish we had a Bernie though a Bernie Bernie in the in the wings. Um, but we might have a, an interesting vice president. I was a uh, last pod. Uh, I talked to a guy in Atlanta who was. Uh, you told me about Stacey Abrams. Have you heard of her? She's a presumptive. Um, she's on the on the short list for vice president, apparently, according to the news media. Um, but she ran for governor in Georgia and uh, lost um, from this guy who was uh, running for governor, but was also the secretary of state for the for the state and was thus in charge of all the elections for the state. And there was a massive voter disenfranchisement. Uh, like no surprise there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, I've watched some interviews with her since, since we talked about her and I think she seems, um, she seems like a well, um, put together person, um, very common sense, um, just like good person, just that wants to make a difference. Um, for the community and points out a lot of a lot of bs that we see which is which is nice and i think uh, like a lot of people are afraid to vote for, for like a new person and i'm telling you, just vote uh with your conscience if you vote for a new person even if they don't win like next year somebody might say hmm somebody like people will feel will be more free to vote for new people and that's how you can build up like you can build a new mm -hmm. uh uh, a new party, if you will. It's like people don't want to break the lines, but the more people break the lines, the more people will see, and uh, it'll take a lot, a long time. But that's how you get there. Otherwise, you'll never get there. Right. But there's levels to it. It's complicated because I mean, the same argument can be made. Like I, I disagree with Joe Biden on a lot, and there are candidates running that are like like the green party or some shit that probably would align with me more but i'm still not going to vote for them because i don't think they're they don't have near it's obvious to me they don't have enough traction that they're not going to win um i don't know i just wish we could get a new voting system in general um, but i did just read today that illinois uh made election day a state holiday mm. um, that's how it should be yeah that's a that's a good step. I mean, it's just crazy to me that, I mean, it's not crazy to me. It makes total sense because it it's voter suppression, obviously. Mm -hmm. But having one day of the year where you can vote for president and you don't get off work, you just have to make sure to do it on your lunch break or stuff. But there's some areas of the fucking country where in the primaries they've been like eight hour lines and stuff. So what makes you think it's gonna get any better for <laughs> for the presidency? I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of cancer in our system that we need to root out. You just have to get that one person that will do the job, like fight for us. Well, I think that's too much pressure for one person. <laughs> I personally think we need like a Jedi council or somebody, you know, for instead of a president, you know, like have all the 
have all the greatest minds of America um, be voted in. Or maybe even like fucking compelled. Maybe like the people like like getting chosen is such an honor that you can't refuse and you don't get paid for it. But you have to like sit on this council for like four years and work for the whatever your sector is, your department of uh, energy or you're the secretary of energy. I don't know. It just seems like the Congress, the way Congress is working now, it doesn't seem to work rather or lack there of working. Um, with the Republican versus Democrats blocking each other with no matter what they propose. Like there was uh, there's stuff that's been proposed by Democrats that Republican people undoubtedly would like that are just not going to go through because Mitch McConnell says no. <sighs> it's exhausting. Yeah. It is. Yes, exactly. And you can get angry thinking about it. I know. That's why we need to legalize wheat. <laughs> for everyone so everyone can chill out and not have to uh get be be so upset about the times all the time and then you can think of creative new solutions to stuff like <laughs> peacekeeping officers or mental health officers mm-hmm. uh, what are some other cool like uh maybe like child officers like ones that specifically are trained only to like respond to issues involving children you know I don't know. I mean, we had we had this these divisions already in the government in terms of like like, like the FBI and the CIA or like you know because they they're separate. You know, yeah, oh, the CIA is taking over this one. You're off this Johnson type of thing. Um, I don't know blueprints there. I think we just have to have the will and the uh, tenacity to change it. Oh, speaking of that, I saw I read a great. There was this post on a. It was a story of this teacher in Oregon, who um who was basically being like threatened at work for being uh for being gay. Um he was teacher of the year in 2014 in Oregon and he was being like basically harassed at work um and and pressured to not come out uh of the closet and then he uh he went to Washington and made some sort of a statement in support of gay students and then like shit hit the fan when he came back. Um he got fired and Anyway, this all went all the way to the Supreme Court, and this ended up being one of the cases used uh, in evidence against uh, just to uphold the civil rights that just got upholded for for LGBTQ Americans for uh, discrimination, you know, being fired for being gay, basically. Um, yeah. So it was that. just a it was a cool example. It was a cool thing to see because it's true, true, true blue example of someone who was fighting. Like he, it's a long ass Facebook post. I'm, I'll I'll share the screen just for for a second so people can find it because uh it's it's also it's from a tweet. This guy uh Brett Brett Bingham Brett Bingham um he uh fired Oregon teacher, but it was this was a you know multi year battle that he had with the with the school system in Oregon, and uh you know years later, all all that work paid off because they you know that was all that shit that happened to him was used as evidence evidence to uphold the rights of all gay wow. americans so keep fighting the good fight folks that's what you should get out of that it'll come it'll pay off it'll pay off um anyway man um got any fitness tips for the people uh fitness tips no yes uh it's hard uh <laughs> now that the gyms are closed well, I've been working no. out from home um, since since the the Corona hit. I'm uh I'm back 
to the you know the old days when you used to see me working out i was doing uh p90x2 in the at the disc at milliken i am now doing p90x3 in my bedroom uh-huh. uh, every day <laughs> And I gotta say, man, I'm uh, the gym's opened up this week. I'm canceling my membership. I I, I love this shit. This is like the it's like the perfect routine for me. Um, so I would uh, if anyone's just like you know want to break the break the mold of the uh, going to the gym. There's a pre, it's a it's a service called uh, Beachbody on Demand. Beachbody is a, a fitness company, oh, yes. and, they, and it's basically like a Netflix library of fitness programs and. The P90Xs are part of them. Uh, Insanity as well, if you've heard of that. Like I do Insanity. Yeah, yeah. All, all yeah. those are on there. There's hundreds of different programs. And they all come with like the exercise and diet booklets like that they would come with if you would order the DVDs back in the day. Um, but it's like a flat fee and you, I got a year subscription to it. So I'll, you know, I'll jump to something else when I get bored with it. But it's, uh, it's awesome. It's like a full, it's like five, six days a week. You do... Um, it's mostly body body weight and i use exercise bands in term in place of dumbbells because i don't have any dumbbells um dumbbells by the way are expensive as fuck what the hell dude they're like 150 percent the price of like what the weight itself is is like holy shit a 20 pound weight for like 50 bucks i don't know that's that's crazy so i got exercise bands um and i've been i've been using those on a pull-up bar as well um one day of upper body a week, a day of a day of lower body, yoga, uh, a day of uh, MMA, uh, like kickboxing routine, um, and another one of just like uh, like sort of cardio, sort of like plyometrics type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like super, I, I call it the Batman routine because it feels it feels like every like sort of exercise you need to do if you wanted to be Batman, which is basically. <laughs> Just someone who's super fit and can run around and beat ass if he needs to. Uh, be str- fit, fit, yeah, strong, and flexible, basically. Yeah, it's good to have like a diverse mix of things so you don't get bored. That's, that's yeah. why, I, yeah, I still do insanity every now and then, and then I have my own workouts. Um, but yeah, if yeah, if you definitely can, yeah, so subscribe to Beachbody on Demand. They have, I know they have a lot of workouts there. You, you won't get bored. There, yeah, there's so many. Like, and you know, not everyone's for everything. I started one and stopped it. Um, it was a new one that was. It's doesn't launch till the end of the fall. My uh, my cousin's a, a team beach body coach, so she got us like really access to try it. It was a a boxing one, um, but it was just it was only boxing in to in a in a day of upper body and a day of lower body, um, and it just wasn't for me. Whatever, <laughs> I found what was for me. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Um. It's not a one size fits all thing. So no, it, that's what, uh, yeah. keep in mind with your, with your fitness guys. Yeah. You just gotta find something that works for you, just for you. And that's why it's so hard to give advice, right? Um, you give advice, just more like guidelines. All right, do it this way, but you gotta at the end, find the one thing that works for you. Like you start broad and then come into closing on the thing that works for you. Right. It's like Morpheus says, I can, uh, I can only show you the door, Yes. but you have to open it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what your threshold is. I don't know what it feels like in your body when you're doing a bench press and your, and your muscles are fully contracted. I don't know, but, uh, it's up to you to find out and you can figure that out by maybe you can do like super lightweight and go super slow and you can slowly figure out like that. You just gotta be willing to experiment. Yes. 
and it's yeah. fun, man. Fucking, it. it's so <laughs> to be able to go to Malibu. I went to on a hike in Malibu Saturday. That was one of the reasons why uh, we, I logged over thirty thousand steps this weekend. Um, and it was, you know, I didn't, I was never out of breath, but it was like high incline, high intensity, long ass hike from through like a forest into the beach, and uh, that that just, you know. I'm just really thankful that I've been doing P90X these past two months while I've been quarantined inside instead of, you know, <laughs> eating bullshit and playing video games. But uh, I still eat a little bullshit and I do play some video games, but I also work out. Yeah, you, know? you just got to have like, <laughs> everything in moderation. Yes, uh, yeah. Otherwise, you can't be strict. You can yeah, you can make it that way. Just got to enjoy the unhealthy occasional meal. Right on, man. Yeah, speaking of Malibu, I think my brother mentioned that he might get us there. So soon we may be chilling there together. <laughs> Jesus. Shout out to Ari. Yeah, Making he moves. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, bro. Well, um, I look forward to visiting you in Boston sometime. Um, yeah, you're going to love it. Boston, yeah, it's amazing. I've never uh, had, a, had a friend. I had a friend to visit. That's a that's what's awesome about having friends in different places, you know. Reasons to go visit. Um, Boston yeah. in particular, bro. All the history there. You love it, yeah. Boston, uh, yeah. I think I'm falling in love with the city. I'm gonna be, uh, <laughs> I've only be, been here for two weeks. You're gonna be uh, well, you already got the uh, show show us a little bit of of your of your jacket real quick. <laughs> oh my jacket you are you already got the boston tea party look ready bro <laughs> it, it, he's got this uh, this ja- this uh jacket that's very uh evocative uh of the colonial days um, yeah man you're 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 a boston rebel already <laughs> but um, um yeah i've been meaning uh since uh since i'm a doctor now i've been meaning like to do a podcast where like you you host or produce uh, it's just gonna be me and another female doctor, where, and then we go through um, like common health conditions, bring knowledge, uh, talk about high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease. Uh, we we break down the guidelines from like the American Heart Association, American uh, College of Endocrinologists. Um, so that's my idea that I was gonna pitch to you today. That can. I'm I'm all ears, bro. If 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 there's anything I could do to help me, you, you make that happen. I would love to. That's yeah, a great okay. idea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak to a classmate uh, and see. I not classmate. I don't know. I'm still <laughs> thinking like I'm a student. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I am a student, like a perpetual learner. But yeah, right, right. Yeah, we're all <laughs> students, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to get a female, so she, like she can give her perspective on uh, two men, and so. We'll get that working and see how who's gonna agree to do this because yeah we can share a lot of information with people that's it's good that's 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 great man i'm please do it people need the people need to he- hear this information um and it's also i mean it's great because you can you know just hope hop over to your instagram and see that you know all this health and fitness stuff that you've been talking you also be walking. You are a <laughs> uh, yeah, fit man, can, and you take care of yourself. You um, can just yeah, right. I gotta walk the walk. <laughs> right, man. There's nothing. There's nothing worse than seeing a personal trainer with man boobs. Um, 
you gotta, gotta, gotta give people an ideal to strive for. Yeah. Um. You got, you got anything else you want to wrap about, bro? I was just gonna say I was walking down the uh, gym. There's a gym that's open. Uh-huh. And uh, I went there. I'm like, hey, are you guys open? And uh, they were like, yeah, we're open, but it's only for personal training. He's like, do you need a personal trainer? I'm like, have you looked at me? <laughs> Why don't I train you? <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> oh, that's a great feeling. Yeah, I mean, but I think, I think I've been thinking about uh, maybe getting a job as a personal trainer, um, you know, just for the fun of it. Well, see, that's wouldn't they be like, well, where's your certifications? And you'd be like, I'm a, I'm a doctor and look at me. Here's yeah, I mean, I'll, show, I'll show them my degree, my, uh, my, uh, my medals and uh, my book. That'd be enough for me, <laughs> honestly. Um, that's something, yeah, that's something you could totally do. Have you, uh, have you explored a lot in the city? Have you, have you done anything like, uh, like touristy no we've just been running uh my uh my co-workers like to run so mm. recently i've ran like uh every day for the past like five days <laughs> jesus is this long yeah. runs like distance no, running like three to four miles so it's not bad so we just run uh in the city and see the city Damn. So i'm assuming you also weightlift on top of that too right yeah, so I do it in the morning and then I have to lift so I don't lose mass. But we do it at 5 a.m. So it's, it's, it's kind of rough. <laughs> What's your, uh, oh, well, last time we talked about your uh, your sort of like time schedule, you were waking up, you know, while you were in med school and doing, uh, working at the hospital. Oh, yeah. Uh, what time, uh, what, what time, uh, what's your, what's your day to day like? What's uh, time uh, frames me- like eating and shit and working out? Cause I'm I'm curious you, now that you're you're working you at the hospital. Do you see how many hours I've sweat? Not do you see it? I do not. What does that say? Sixty-seven hours. Does it say sixty-seven? No. Uh, I don't know. I can't see. No. Okay. So what? Well, it's like <laughs> I've been alternating between uh three and uh, and five hours. Ah, three and five yeah. hours of sleep every night. Yeah. So last night I did three hours. Tonight I'm gonna do five hours. How how's that working now? How you feel? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of rough. Like when I'm running on three hours, it's yeah, it's, it's hard. So at the end of the day, I'm ready uh, to crash. And then, uh, yeah. then yeah, and then so tonight I'm gonna get five hours, and then I'll be a little reset tomorrow. Shit, dude. Well, how long you been doing that? Uh, just for the past week. Oh, just for the week. Um, have you noticed any uh, like other than just being sleepy at bedtime? Have you noticed any other other effects? How's your workout performance been? Have you had the same amount of energy? Um, you know, it's it hasn't really uh like tonight tonight's workout might be interesting because I I felt quite tired today. Um, but otherwise, did you run mind- already? I mean, I yeah, you. yeah, we Jesus. ran at five a.m. this morning. That's uh, <laughs> so uh my so it's, it's a mindset you just have to like stay pumped up uh keep moving because when i slow down i'm like oh i'm tired but if i'm moving then mm. it's all good Damn, i feel that so what time uh are you wake? how how much time do you waking up before that before like, 
before your run. So you like wake up at like four or something, probably. I wake up at four thirty. Then you run it, run at five, and then uh, have you eaten yet? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I run at five, and then I drink coffee, and then have lunch at twelve. Ah. So okay. So you don't eat anything but coffee until yep. noon. My mm-hmm. man. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um. Uh, and then uh, first uh, first meal of the day. What what's that? What's that comprised of? Uh, let me see. This week, uh, first meal uh, is uh, potatoes with uh, kale and uh, cherry tomatoes on the side oh. and uh, some uh, chicken. All good uh, complex carbs, low, uh, slow digestion, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so I got uh, carbs, uh, some fiber, uh, protein, and uh, not, much of fat, not much fat in there. What is a uh, okay? Well, let's see. Now that we know what you eat, what you what you say? Kale. What's a what's a kale? You said kale, right? Yes. Let's see what the the vitamins in kale are. Yeah. Uh, a, K, uh, B B six C, calcium, potassium, copper, and manganese. So that alone, that's a lot of damn vitamins for one little, for one thing. Yeah, um, kale. I love kale because it's very high in antioxidants too. Uh, one of those uh, special foods. Yeah, um, almost yeah. A, a serving of kale is almost your full daily value of vitamin C, but it's like it takes care of vitamin A and K like right away. Like you're good for the day. Yeah. Um, everything else you could still use a bit more, but that's only one one thing. So what would you say? You said potatoes as well. Yes, potatoes. Are those like are those sweet potatoes or just uh like? Um, I usually get um uh, gold gold potatoes because they have like I feel like they have a thinner skin, so I don't I just wash them and uh-huh. bake them. And that's and that's probably because uh and those are more star- starchy for energy. Um, fiber, fiber. Fiber, vitamin C, B6, and potassium are present in your potatoes. Can you hear me, by the way? I don't know. I'll just make yes, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Shit, what else did you say? You said potatoes and... Cherry tomatoes. Uh, cherry tomatoes. Cherry tomatoes. I think this will be helpful for people who are just like, well, what the hell? Well, this is interesting to see a fucking uh, what all this stuff really breaks down into. Um, well, tomatoes are. Uh, well, here's just a bunch of like random things that people are going to. Oh, here. OK, vitamins and tomatoes. B4, E, C, the venom, uh, minerals that got uh, potassium. Uh, what's P? What's P? Uh, phosphate. Phosphate. Um, calcium, manganese, and uh, oh shit, what is Na? Sodium, right? Yes. Still in my periodic table. <laughs> um, yeah, it's oh, yeah. So that's that's a lot of that's almost all the vitamins you're getting in some form in that first meal. Yeah, that's good. And then for the second meal, I'm having uh, shredded broccoli. With, shredded broccoli. Uh, yeah, with the different nuts, uh, like almonds, um, walnuts, uh, and um, what else? 
uh, peanuts all mixed in. Uh, like with, a salad? With ways. It's not, it's not like a salad because I cook it on the stove for some time. Really? Shredded yep. broccoli. Shredded you, broccoli. You like shredded like yeah. shredded chicken? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like shredded chicken. Yeah. Huh. You shred it and then I add my nuts, like walnuts, uh, almonds. Uh, yeah, it's all mixed nuts in there. And I add raisins. And then I add a touch of olive oil and cooking wine with some spices. Ooh. And it turns out, it sounds weird, but it's, it's mm. a tasty recipe. So cool. uh, in that recipe, I get my healthy fats. Oh. Um, what time? What time is this approximately? Uh, this meal. is around like uh, 7 p.m. when I'm done working out. Damn. Well, you you definitely you eat between that though, right? Like from noon to, noon to 7? Nope. Shut your face, really? Nope. I don't oh. eat. I work out fasted and try to fast for the as much as I can. Are these big meals in or are these are these like Yeah, these are yeah, since I'm doing two meals, I try to get all my calories since I have to maintain mass too. Uh-huh. I eat two big meals. So yeah, for, for lunch I'm having like I'm also having a smoothie, like a uh banana oatmeal smoothie with some protein in it. And one apple and one orange. So it keeps me full for a while. Wow. Well, there you go, folks. I mean, that fucking, that's, that's it right there. Like different strokes for different folks. I, I eat like almost constantly throughout the day for like my eight hour window or whatever that I choose to do. Eight, eight to 10. Um, and that just gets me up, but I eat like small, small amounts throughout the day. So, you know, but I found that from experimenting with with my body and what uh what works for me and i'm sure you uh i mean you weren't doing this last time you keep changing up things up and seeing what works do you do you feel so what what's the what's your what's the feeling like for two meals a day versus versus like five six small ones um i I personally like two meals a day it's like when i wake uh up i don't have to eat i can just shower go to work and like I drink coffee and I feel like I feel focused. And one one of the things that used to happen when I ate breakfast, like sometimes I might eat eat too much and then fall asleep an hour or two later. But right. with, with fast in the morning, I don't eat. I can just leave for work, drink coffee, and I'm focused. Um, and I feel good when I'm fasting in the morning. Me too. I I, I will concur with that. And you said this on the last pod. Uh... Coffee uh, suppresses hunger as well, so it does mm-hmm. does help to sip on coffee in the morning if you want to fast. Yeah. Um. So overall, you 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 feel better. You feel like more more energetic. Um. Like in your workouts and stuff when you've just had like one meal like hours before. Yeah. Hmm. I feel you. That's cool. I mean, over the past like Saturday and Sunday, I did like. Because I, I didn't eat all day. I only had like a big meal. I had like basically one meal each day um, in, in between miles and miles of walking. I went to, a, I did that Malibu hike on Saturday and then we went, we did a, a march. Uh, it was four miles there and four miles back, back in Hollywood on, uh, on Sunday for LA Pride, which was uh, co-opted by, by Black Lives Matter this year. Um, and I had like, my meal after that march um was a denny's lumberjack slam with a side order of biscuits and gravy and i ate all of that and only that 
and felt amazing and went to sleep yeah. when I got home and I was fine. <laughs> yeah, as long as you, you get your calories, uh, you'll be fine. You, can, you, you won't drop weight. So that's the most important thing. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I feel great um, when I sleep well. Otherwise, it's just <laughs> a struggle. But yeah, the, the sleep thing is weird, but that's something you hear as well. Is like people, some people need, you know, the eight, the eight hours is not necessarily for everybody. Some people do fine on less. I mean, clearly, you through med school was not. You're waking up at like three and shit. Yeah. To uh, study, yeah. you said. Uh, I thought about bringing that schedule back, but I think no, I won't do that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's nothing I'm like investing in mentally at 3 a.m. That is not like a cartoon or some sort of like video game. Damn, bro. Yeah, that's it's the heart of a champion, though. <laughs> have you uh you um gonna continue your competitive lifting? Have you have you been scouting out the competition in Boston yet? Any big boys uh, walking around? With the gyms closed, uh, and uh. Uh, our work schedule is a little uh, rough. So you have to I have to get there at six, and uh, I might leave at, at six thirty, seven. Uh, then if I have to train, so for like a, a twelve like a twelve-ish hour shift at the hospital every day. Yeah, if I need to train for a competition, that's like uh, ninety minutes to two hours of workout every day, and yeah. uh, deep uh, read more on my patients. So so uh, so we'll see. Have you, uh, is with the gyms closed you obviously haven't been able to practice deadlifting heavy no. heavy heavy weights so is is there anything that you try to do to like sort of counteract the inevitable loss of those uh those gains you know last week i checked my weight and i dropped 174 pounds from 180 before uh, quarantine mm. and uh, so this week i started eating more and uh just gonna eat more and push because <laughs> i don't want to drop anymore i feel lighter yeah uh, damn well you look good killing it bro <laughs> keep killing it i'm really uh i'm really proud of you next uh next uh podcast episode we'll have to uh i don't know you have to tell me about about what it's like having patients at the hospital and everything yeah yeah i'm excited about it uh It'll be fun to uh, see patients and chat with them. It's been a while since I was in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're doing it, man. Keep doing you. Um, for the people uh want to follow you, follow your journey, your medical and fitness journey, they should hit you up at Instagram at uh, the Fabulous Healer. Yes. And I typically try to respond. Like people uh, message me. I'll see uh, the message. If I don't respond, message me again. Sometimes I have so much going on that <laughs> I just forget. Uh, Send him titty pictures. He loves those. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for coming on, bro, and, and dropping knowledge. Um, I hope I hope listeners at home have uh, come out of this with a much clearer understanding of you know, it's not it's not as complicated to stay healthy and fit as you think it is. You know, just some simple, simple mm -hmm. routines. Yeah, and like I said in my book, the best workout that you can do is the one that you actually do. Uh, just grind it out and uh, keep pushing. Amen, brother. Well, until next time, 
That was Dr. Joel or Dr. <laughs> uh, what do they call you? Dr. Monzo? Is that your, is that your wow. new hospital name? Yeah, kind of. Well, I prefer, yeah, they were like, which one do you prefer? I'm like, Joel Monzo. I like the mix. <laughs> Dr. Monzo. I don't know. There's, there's, there's something there to that. I don't know. <laughs> very, at the very least, it's a great porn name. <laughs> uh, all right, brother. Till next time. Yeah, I'll see you, Justin.